Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, excuse me, to a Celtic state of mind. The excitement is overcoming. Um, I am Paul John Dykes. Are you just thinking about Jerry and his pants? Is that what it is? I was for a moment, yeah. I'm going to highlight what came up in the comments um, in the uh, pre-match. I'm joined by Kevin McCluskey and we're here to talk about uh, Celtic 3, Bucky Thistle nil. Uh, Jim Moore, as Joseph McGonagall says, can now enjoy the game. Because, of course, Jim doesn't enjoy a game until we're three goals to the goods. Uh, we've had the ball in the net six times. There's been a VAR shout uh, for a penalty. Plenty Hartman in the first half, Kevin. And one of those games where if you come up against 11 bodies who are you know, well-drilled and disciplined and sticking to their game plan, it's down to you to you know, cut through them, create the chances and get the goals. It can be a frustrating game to be involved in. It can be a frustrating watch. But we, we stuck to our game plan we got the three goals and we've shown by having the ball in the net six times that we are cutting through this rigid defence. And um, I think second half when you're sitting at 3 nothing up, it could well be floodgates opening. Yeah, you'd like to hope so. Uh, it's, it's been a bit of a weird first half and I'd almost forgotten about that VAR penalty incident right at the beginning because it seems yeah. so long ago. Like, you know, so, in a way, so much has happened, but also there's been spells when so little has happened. You know, but we have dominated this game like we should do. We've had all the possession. Uh, they had one big chance near the end, and uh, Hart makes a save. We break up the park and get the third goal. So we have scored three that have counted. The ball's been in the net six times. It's been, in that respect, I guess, the kind of dominant performance that you would expect. And yeah, in the second half, they're going to tire because they're not used to playing to this kind of standard, this level. So I would expect we'll get a few more goals in the second half. But before we go on, let's just say, you know, fair play to Bucky Thistle. I mean, they have come, they have defended, they've put everyone behind the ball. But there's been certain times in that game where it's been difficult to see that they're, like, in the fifth tier. You know, they've played, they've defended almost as well as any other SPFL side that we've come up against this season. And I think that's that's to be credit to them, you know. We've created chances, but, yeah. but they've, they've done well. 
you've got to give credit to them, Kevin. I was saying that they are, you know, if they're doing well in the league, and they, they clearly are in the fifth tier of the Scottish pyramid, um, it's all about discipline. It's all about following that game plan. Otherwise, Celtic could take 10 goals off you. You know, and then it's, you were sitting here, I, I would say that of the VAR decisions, for example, and I'm going to bring up some of the comments, there probably is one, regardless of who the opposition is, there probably is one that I think they got wrong. <laughs> I, I don't see any, there, there being anything wrong with, with Greg Taylor's goal. That's the one that I think they got yeah. wrong, Kev. But, you know, if you're going in at 3 nothing at half time, a, a lot of the big scoring games that we've had in the past, it's not because you've gone in at 5 or 6 nothing at half time. It comes down to the full-time footballers against part-timers. That's what it comes down to, I think. That's where the real the real golf shows. Um, you've got that quality, of course. Some of the, the assists, for example, were, were phenomenal uh, passing moves from the likes of O'Reilly, the cross from Abada. Brilliant, brilliant football. That's the quality. That's the difference in quality. But come to 60 minutes, that's when you might end up seeing a glut of goals. And that that's the big... For me, that's a big chasm. It's it's the the difference between part timers and full time footballers. Yeah, definitely. And that's that's kind of the point I was trying to make there. That as the game goes on, they'll tire, and we'll be able to take advantage of that. So I would think in the final 30, 20 minutes of the game, if we haven't scored another before, then we should get two or three towards the end. Because yeah, they will tire. They've um, they'll have stuck to the game plan as they have done till now, but they're just not used to that step up in class. So they will tire, and you can see it already. Like with some of the moves that, for the goals that we've had, we've had to score good goals against them. So again, that's credit to them and the defensive shape and organisation. But when it, once it's come down to it, we've had the players that have been able to make the runs and pull defenders out of position. And then you've got Matt O'Reilly, who's just been sensational again with his passing. You know, he's split the defence open a few times. I think he had a hand in every single one of the goals. Um, I've enjoyed watching Leo Labada again. And I think Hugo's enjoyed playing up alongside him because he's finally getting that low cross into that near post area that he loves. If only Abada uh, did they want to be people in Zaggy and he could stay on side, we'd be all right. We'd be, we would have that five or six goal lead and Jerry could be a wee bit more comfortable for tomorrow. For anyone who missed it, uh, Jerry announced in the comment section, so it's there for keeps. I don't think you can de- delete it, um, Jerry. Oh, no, uh, yeah, if we don't win, of it. It's fine. There you go. 8 nothing. If we don't win 8 nothing, Jerry is going to appear on the Axon Bulletin tomorrow at 12.30, and he's in underwear. I don't know if it's his underwear. We shall wait and see. Um, listen, that, it's great. We're football fans. We love to see goals, uh, and I would be ruthless in that respect. I think, like you said before the game, Kev, it would be complacent and a lack of respect if you didn't go hell for leather, I think. You know, I remember a game, couldn't tell you the opposition, where when Kinchelski signed for Rangers, he stood on the ball. You remember that? And it was one of the moments, it was a cigar moment. It was a proper cigar moment. And you don't do that. Uh, You don't do that against your opposition. You just, you know, you stick to your game plan. You you try and create as many chances as you possibly can. And uh, we've already had. It's, uh, it's, the, hmm? it's also for for your, your own pay in public. Yeah, of course. You know, of course. You and, and those conditions for your own fans, it, aye, regardless know. of anything else, of yeah. respect for opposition, respect your fans. Boys have paid good money to go out and watch this, this performance today in pretty horrific conditions, by the look of it. So send them home happy with a big scoreline. 
Boys and girls, boys and girls. You and boy Mark has taken his uh, youngest daughter to Celtic Park for the first time. So big shout out to you and I hope you're enjoying it, pal. Uh, and everybody else who's at the game and in the comment section, I'm just going to turn my attention for the next few minutes to those comments. And Sean Thompson, mm-hmm. third goal reminds me of the football we played under Ange. Yeah, that kind of free-flowing movement. Um, I think Abada's ball was phenomenal. People will probably say, yeah, but look who you're playing. I mean... Listen, it was a pinpoint ball. The, the timing of Kyogo's run was phenomenal. The, probably the goalie should have got it and, and Kyogo's nipped in there. Brilliant. That's what we like to see. Uh, Joseph McGonigal, regardless of the score, the offside call is a joke. It caught the commentary out on Viaplay, I think. I agree with you, Joseph. I, I've looked at all three of the goals that have been chopped off. It's the Taylor one. Kev, I don't see the, I don't see the offside. I just don't see it. No, I didn't see that one either. I thought the first two far decisions, so the one for the penalty, it's pretty clear that Abada was offside from the beginning of that move. Um, I don't know how it took him so long. I think Michael Stewart said that in the commentary. It took us one view or two views, 10, 15 seconds, and you know it's offside. It was two minutes for that. That's ridiculous. And the Taylor one, I've no idea. At first, they didn't even produce a still to show that he was offside, and then... I don't, I don't see where the offside comes from in that one at all. The other two, fine. I think uh, Palmer and Abada were both offside on those two for the goals. But yeah, the Taylor ones, ridiculous. So Taylor, Kyogo yeah, and Bernardo. I us, yeah, I don't want us to have a goal that's got any sort of our fingerprints on it in this game, you know, because we should be better than that. We can have bad decisions go against us and we should still be able to win this game. But the point is, Var should get those big calls right and Taylor's goal to goal. Regardless of the opposition, regardless of the competition, yeah. it should definitely be called right. Uh, and uh, as I was saying there, so Bernardo, Kyogo and um, Taylor denied goals. Taylor yeah. would be the one who I think would be unhappy if he sees it back. Uh, John Sweeney, even against Bucky, the dodgy Var officials are at it with that disgraceful decision as it looked well on site. looked on site to me as well. And everybody else, I think, who's commenting on it, you know, um, we've all seen the same decision and we've come to the same conclusion. Um, and we've also got a comment coming in. might just be a personal thing, but I find Palmer rather boring to watch. His one-dimensional play style is a bit boring. Struggle to beat the right back. Yang has faults, but he's entertaining. When that comment came up, the first thing I checked was the, the, the subs bent, Yang's not on it. Kev, and uh, although I listened to and watched the um, the pre-match from, from Rodgers, I remember him talking about, obviously, our new signing, Nicolas Kuhn, being out due to dental work, uh, Carter Vickers being out, although he'll return for the Ross County game. But I didn't hear any any comment on Yang. So I don't know. I don't think he'll be arrested because he's not really played a great deal of football since he signed. Um, and yet, I get what you mean. Uh, he can take on a man. Palmer doesn't tend to do that. Uh, he loves to cut inside. He's getting a bit of stick in the comments. That's the reason I brought that up, Kev. Palmer is getting a bit of stick in the comments. Um, and we all know that he's got good stats. I mean, I think what I said about Palmer in the in the past, and it's something that you hope will improve in the second half. First thing is he's inconsistent, sometimes in the same game. You know, he kind of flashes of brilliance, but disappears from the game. Um, early part of that game, Bucky were on a they were on a, a breakaway. Uh, they have they, they finally won a free kick. It was in the final third of the uh, Celtics half. They won a free kick. But when you watch the move, Palmer has got the opportunity, Kev, to put in a tackle. 
and he just kind of runs, not only runs alongside the guy, but starts, uh, you know, angling his run, so he's running away from him as well. He's not interested in that. He's tracking back, right? It's one of the ones where, look, Gaffer, I'm tracking back. Yeah, but you're not tackling. You're not even putting your body in the way of the player, the ball. He starts to move away. One of the ones where it's like, I'm calling for the ball with my hands up, but I know I'm marked. I'm not in the right space because I don't really want it. One of the ones, I think his defensive play has to be worked on. Um, we criticised Jota for it in season one under Ange as well, though, Kev. I mean, it's something you can add to your game. Yeah, of course it is. Uh, I think with the Yang, I think he's away with South Korea to the Asian Cup. God, so I think that's why he's not there. Uh, good <laughs> so, uh, so that's why he's not there. <laughs> um, but yeah, the comment about Palmer, I don't think he's a boring player to watch. I think he can be exciting because he's got that ability to cut inside and unleash delicious cross balls into the penalty area and he's got that shot on him. But he's a hugely frustrating player. So mm-hmm. I'd say he's frustrating rather than boring. Because he is struggling against a fifth tier team to beat the right back consistently. He's yeah. he's been a little bit too obvious that he wants to cut inside and the defender's shown him inside. When he's tried to go down the line, he's blocked his crosses. So he's he's been he's been poor today. But he could come out in the second half and score a couple of goals because he's got it in him. At the same time, the defensive side of his game though, is the thing that probably bugs me more than anything because I've noticed this more and more now that I'm looking for it. He doesn't track back. So Taylor is isolated as your left fullback there. He's, yeah. he's getting no support ahead of him. Um, it is something that can be worked on. We worked on it with Jota last season, so he can improve it, but it's up to him to want to do that. And I don't know, I don't know him well enough as a player to know that something that he would look to do or if he is just you know I'm an offensive player and that's the side of the game I want to focus on but um, he can get away with it today because Bucky aren't going to cause us too many problems but when you're coming into the bigger games you need him to be able to track back you need him to be more of a team player or you need to look at and say he's not a left winger we need to move him inside a wee bit more where his lack of defensive skills will hurt us less the thing with that, first of all, I how I forgot that uh, your man Yang's away. I've only been speaking about it for the last uh, month or two since he got picked in the squad. But with Palmer, for me, it's one of those ones where I talk about mentality. And mm-hmm. you come to a club like Celtic and you're a winger and it's all about creating chances and assists and goals at your previous club. You come to Celtic, you think that's fine. Look at my, look at my data, look at my... But the example I use is Turnbull. Turnbull, if you want to look at data, you would play him. In terms of goal creation, I'm talking about Kev, I'm not talking about the, the full, all the metrics that are available to the, the data team. But when you start looking at the way you want to play and the way that you want your midfielders and your wingers to track back and be part of your defensive makeup, that's when you start looking at players and saying, right, you could be a really you know, creative player, setting up goals with outside of your boot against Aberdeen, scoring champions, the goals. But if you're not going to do this other bit, then you're not actually going to be suited to this team. And it is a mentality thing because, you know, he could he would be a star player at his previous club and maybe at his next club, star player because he's scoring the goals and he's getting the assists, Kev. Um, and there's been players in the past who probably have been star players without that. Uh, Moravchik, we used Moravchik as an example, right? Like, Moravchik wasn't a defender. He would never do the tracking back. The, the teammates that you talk to now who played alongside them still go on about it. 
because he was so lauded, but he wouldn't do the dirty work. You don't get away with it now in the modern game, Kev. And it is something he needs to add to his game. That's one aspect of it. The other aspect, and I'm going to bring it up, is Joseph again, talking about the predictable nature of cutting inside. You need to have more tools, you know, because if you're cutting inside all the time, regardless if you're playing Bucky Thistle, Kilmarnock or Atletico Madrid, you're going to be sussed out pretty quickly. And they'll know, right, he doesn't like going out on his left foot. Okay, you force him out on his left foot. Um, and you've got, obviously, Greg Taylor overlapping. I'm looking to give him an out as well. Um, and that has worked today, and it's worked throughout the season. But he is getting a bit of stick. He's getting a bit of stick in the comments here. Uh, David Boyle, obviously nobody's going to be given home stick because home's had a decent first half, Kev. What are you laughing at? <laughs> exactly, Paul. Nobody, nobody anywhere would have dropped anything in a WhatsApp chat. To say they get rid of home, they'd sub them off at half time. No, no, Take no. Take him off at half time, happened. 32 minutes, 33 minutes <laughs> late, one minute later, 60 seconds later, and he's on the score sheet. He's on the score but, sheet. But that was a private WhatsApp group, so thanks for sharing that, Kev. I never waste any time, mate. Your secret's not safe with me. Of course. <laughs> nothing is safe. Uh, nothing no, is safe. Nothing safe. I think Holmes had a good half, even even before he scored his goal. I actually thought he'd done all right. I thought the whole, the three in the midfield were all pretty good, they've all looked pretty safe and secure in the ball. But one thing I was going to say back to Palmer was I've noticed a few times he's been free on the left with his hands up asking for the ball and it's either been scales or home and they've turned and played it the other way. So I'm beginning to wonder if there's, even within the team, not that they don't trust him, but they just think we're giving the ball, it's only going to come back inside anyway and maybe we just need somebody else. We don't have another left winger though at the moment. Mikey Johnson. Maybe. Well, you, hit the bang yeah, line. yeah. You, you've got a lot. A lot of them can switch, can't they? They can switch wings, and uh, Mikey Johnson can play yeah. out there as well. There's been a few calls for Vata. Uh, I think I'm banned from mentioning Rocco Vata, but he, he has been mentioned in the comment section. We're going into the second half, Kevin. Another a repeat of the the scoreline in the second half would be nice. Let's go and rejoin the action. Thanks, everybody, for getting involved. Join us at full time. Uh, All that's left for me to say, thank you again, Kevin McCluskey, for joining me on a Celtic State of Mind. Podcast Network.